welcome to the Blessed Sacrament Homilies Podcast, where our mission is to help everyone recognize and experience the presence of God. We hope you are nourished and encouraged by the Word. Thank you for joining us. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and you will see. So they went and saw where Jesus was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. Earlier in the week, Kristen Russell and I were having a discussion about, actually, this particular gospel. And we both remember hearing in one of our grad classes that Jesus may well have been using a little bit of a turn of a phrase to mean two realities. And they both have to do with Peter calling him rock. The first meaning, and the one that we've all heard over and over again, is that stabilizing central force that we believe is the church and that Jesus founded his church upon this rock. But the second one, I think, is also pretty plausible, and that is that Peter had a tendency to be a little bit dense at times, a little bit hard-headed. And you can think of those examples in Scripture that make that pretty clear. From that time at Caesarea Philippi, when Jesus was beginning to reveal himself fully to his disciples, and he asked, who do people say that I am? And after receiving several answers, Peter replies with the perfect answer, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. But not leaving well enough alone, just a few minutes later, when Jesus was explaining to them that he would have to suffer and die for us, Peter says, oh no, Lord, don't do that. You don't have to worry about that. And then he hears those words that must have shaken him to his core. Get behind me, Satan. To that famous story from the Passion, where Jesus tells Peter, before the cock crows three times, you will deny that you know me. And Peter says, oh no, Lord, even if I have to die, I'll never deny you. And then exactly as Jesus said, three different times, weren't you one of them that was with him? Nope, not me, surely not me. 
And then the cock crows. And Peter wept bitterly. Yet there's another part of that story. And that Jesus looked at him. And he didn't look at him like I would have. I told you so. He looked at him with a perfect love. And the reason why this story is so significant for all of us is that I think we can all be just like Peter. There are times where we have clarity and insight and our faith is right on the mark. But there are also times where we can be extremely dense and slow to understand and even flat out wrong. And in the same sense that Jesus looked at Peter and loved him in spite of being wrong, he does that with us. He doesn't have any unclear expectations that we are going to be perfect. Jesus knows full well that we're going to screw up, we're going to sin, we're going to make the wrong decisions, we're going to fall on our face sometimes. And it doesn't change how much he loves us one centimeter. And he simply asks us to trust that he can heal us when we screw up and that he can lift us to life in spite of ourselves. So yeah, Peter is rock, but sometimes so are we. Mm -hmm.